A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Sean, Karen, it's tax season. You guys ready? Sure. Yeah. Who's ever like, ready for tax season? Like, I mean, ready? Like, we, are we going to the club or something? It's like, or? it's like, isn't it like the holidays, like Christmas time? You don't get excited, all warm and fuzzy over tax season. I'm not excited about this uncle when this uncle shows up. Uncle Sam, he always shows up <laughs> once <Every> a year. <laughs> Never fails. Well, Sean, I know you're not excited about tax season, but why don't you tell the people what we have in store for them today? Well, I brought one of my two favorite people back that's come on our show in the past, and they've done really well. People have always come back with a lot of questions to say how much they were great guests. So I brought the great Alex back. Thanks for having me. I'm really uh, excited about being on again tonight. And my friend of many years, Tammy, the tax girl. Hey. Thank you so much for having me back, guys. I'm excited to be here. Time to get down to business. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> well... Tammy, Alex, and you, you guys were both great guests in the past and brought so much good information surrounding taxes and surrounding a lot of the, the, uh, the PPP loans uh, during COVID time. So we're kind of combining some, some questions here for our listeners that cover both of these areas. So, um, Sean, why don't you kick us off with some questions for, the, for our experts? Well, Alex, you know, like, my, like Mike Tyson, man, I usually knock him out by round two. So I was kind of surprised. <laughs> you like that? I was surprised that they're coming with a second round of, of funding. So, you know, for our listeners, kind of break that down. What does that mean? And what does it mean for our, the first round? And are they going to be commingled or something like just bring a little clarity to what's going on? Uh, round two, like round one of federal stimulus dollars means that once again, small businesses get the shaft and the short end of the stick. I was really unhappy with the first round because, uh, to me, a solution for the problem that we have is not a loan. Thanks What's a the lot, problem? Federal... Well, let me tell you something. Borrowing money during this time, thanks a lot, federal government. You know, I got to borrow. We can borrow money all day long. We needed something else, right? The PPP was quasi-helpful, but not for our people. You know, small businesses, businesses uh, owned by people of color tend to be smaller. So when you do the math, it's not a big bailout. And... Considering, I'm glad we have some accountants on. Considering how small businesses, some accountants, Alex, you have the best accountant, and uh, you know we go back and forth. But I truly love this girl; she's a great accountant. <laughs> it's wonderful, right? But by the time small business uh, begins to take all its deductions, 
we're left with a schedule C with a line 31 that is almost nothing. We divide that by 12, multiply by 2.5, that is almost nothing. So round two has come out. Uh, there is no new loans that we can get. So if you've already taken a idle, which was a 30-year loan, uh, three and three quarters percent, you can't get a second one, which I wouldn't want anybody to take a second loan anyways. So then we come out with the second PPP, which is the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, we break that up into two buckets, first draw or second draw. So if you took money the first time already, your second draw now means that you had to have had revenues decrease by 25% from last year. Uh, that's not always the greatest thing. I know some businesses that have hung in there that did the best they could to uh, reduce expenses, try to bring in money any which way they could. They have not reduced their revenue from year to year by 25%. And now they're sitting there going like, you mean I'm going to be left out in the cold and not be able to get a second PPP draw? Yes, that's what that's going to mean. Let me jump to Tammy. Tammy, you want any, can you piggyback on what Alex is saying? Um, first of all, I commend him because I personally don't keep up with PPP and EIDL because the law changes day to day. Um, and I just don't have patience for that. So <laughs> I commend him for keeping up with that. I'm more of like, you know, the audits. Once it happens, once it's law, I go in and I study it and I help recover from it. So I'm, I'm learning as he's speaking. You know, can I just jump in? Uh, you know, Tammy and I would work perfect together because she's analytical. Hey, 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 hey. No, 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 no. Hey, hey. I've been trying for 10 years, bro. You just can't come in here and take over like that. No, there's rules to this game, Alex. We will boot you off this show. Robia Manual. You know, know, Tammy's the type of person I can send an email on behalf of a client or a mutual client and say, hey, what is this line or what is this formula or what are these numbers? And she'd shoot it right back and then I'd figure out the rest from there. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Like she's got all the numbers at hand that I would need. Yes. Yes, you, you can do the now, I'll do the later, now and later. There you go. <laughs> These two, Tammy and Alex should start a podcast. It could be a spinoff of the Two Black Guys brand. <laughs> I'm not even joking, I think that's what we should do for the season. Yeah, their vibe is good. Alex would like that, right? Alex is smiling. Alex, listen, man, you better stay on the West Coast, bro. I think Tammy looks like she's old enough to be my daughter, so you know, <laughs> I, I, res- I respect her. <laughs> So, like, you know, it seems, like, controversial what's going on with these loans. So I, I was waiting for this show to see if I should jump back in. So I've already had an SBA loan for my business. You're saying, like, it's not even good to go get a second loan. Just leave it alone. Because Chase has been sending me emails like, oh, you can apply. And I was like, you know what? Let me speak to Alex and Tammy and hear their thoughts. So for those small business owners that are listening, like, do you think they should – you don't think they should get a second loan? And, and why? Okay, we really need to segregate this, right? So there's an emergency. There's the EIDL, right? The EIDL. That's that's the bigger loan that we were all able to get, which turns out over a 30-year period. So you may have gotten that. Then there was a second uh, offering, which was a PPP, which starts out as a loan, but you can have it forgiven if you use it for separate uh, for Correct, for, for staff. Things. Yeah, yeah. So these staff are Staff and rent and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the EIDL, EIDL, you go straight to the SBA and get. That has been extended to December 31st, 2021. If you've yeah, that's, already see, got I, that's what I get a statement every now and then. Every now and then they shoot me a statement. Yeah, and you probably have not made payment number one. No, yet, I don't right? make payment until June. Okay, so that, you're, not, that, you're not eligible for more on that. That's done for you. That's a wrap. Okay, for those that want to explore that, you go to sba.gov and then go into the COVID section and it'll explain it. So okay, there's no round one. two for me on that one. That's correct. PPP. Okay. Have you done round one on that? That has to do with your payroll. I've done round one on PPP, yes. 
okay, you're eligible for round two. What is really important is that this round two ends March 31st, 2021. So that one, can be, that one will be forgiven as long as I use it for staff and rent and those kind of things, correct? Yes, yeah, 60%, if you want to know, 60% must be used for payroll. Okay? Right. 40% may be used for rent or utilities. Or you can use 100% for payroll. And if you're a sole proprietor, you're eligible. Alex and Tammy, does the, the change in our presidential administration, did that impact any of this? Or was all these, were these changes happening regardless of who was in the White House? From my understanding, they, <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they were happening. I'm going to go with the safe answer. They were happening regardless. Yeah, Tammy's right about that. Okay, can we be unsafe? Yeah, Tammy's right about it. This this second round was approved late December. It's being rolled out now because it really got approved. A bunch of bureaucrats put it together, and then they threw it to the SBA and said, put it out on the street. So they needed time to, to get it together. I do understand that the current administration, which was inaugurated today, is working on a third round. I'm hoping that that's going to be a lot more business friendly. Do you so think I, that? Uh, well, let me just ask I mean, one question. Maybe this is stupid, but I this is my brand. Um, what's your brand? My my brand is asking questions that might be stupid. If you're a sole proprietor, <laughs> if you're a sole proprietor, which means that you're sole, so it's just you, right? You're sole yes. proprietor, so it's you. And you get one of these loans and it'll be forgiven. You're eligible, which means that you're eligible for the whole thing, right? All the rules and everything. And so yes. it can be forgiven if you spend 60% on your staff. So that's you, right? So if you yes. give 60% to yourself, the whole thing can be forgiven. That seems amazing. You can you can do 100% to you and it can be forgiven. The challenge, yeah, 100%. That's not a dumb question. That's a perfect question. The challenge is, if you guys don't mind, let me throw it to Tammy. Um that's Schedule, a perfect question he said. I'm sorry, yeah, go ahead. It is. Schedule C, line 31, right? That's, you know, if I'm oh, a Oh, this is such a great marriage. Matt, did you put this show together? It's such a great marriage. Go Tammy and, and Alex. <laughs> Alex Tammy, is taking over our show. Every, so line C every year. You can keep black has good credit in a Colombian. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Alex. But that was a great question. Yes, it can be forgiven if you pay yourself. Yes, definitely. Okay, except... Every year you sit down with your tax professionals, you're writing everything off, you're within the law, right? And then that works every year and it, until now. And then now Tammy could tell us, you know, that line 31, we're trying to, within the rules and within the law, trying to get that as low as possible. And now I'm looking at tax returns where that number is $9,000. And the best okay. we can do what is line 31. Net profit loss. Net profit and loss. That's right. So you take $9,000, divide that by 12 and multiply by 2.5. You're not getting much on the PPP if, oh. you're, if you're small. Have you done anything PPP related as far as tax preparation, tax returns, audits, or anything of that nature? I'm staying as far away as possible. Um, <laughs> to be honest with you, it's a hot mess. I'll be, I have clients who have received ppp before they came to me now it's the end of you know the beginning of the tax season so they're wanting to get their books and records in order and they receive ppp and i'm like so can i see the numbers in which you submitted to get this ppp and they're like what numbers no comment yeah. after that yeah. the conversation is pretty much done there's nothing <laughs> that i can do for you as far as the ppp is concerned because if i'm going to take you on as a client and i'm going to do your bookkeeping and i'm going to clean up your books to get ready you know give you a PL profit and loss to get ready to prepare your tax return, I want to make sure I know what I'm getting myself into. So PPP is supposed to be forgiven if used properly. Um, 
as well as if obtained properly. <laughs> so if it's not obtained properly, you're not even a candidate to be forgiven for your well, to be forgiven. I really see it as like a, it's a it's a uh, what do they call those Venus flytrap? <laughs> it's basically people who have created these fraudulent schedule C's, these fraudulent profit and loss statements, these fraudulent tax returns. Um, now, now it's time to show receipts when it's to be forgiven. When you want to get it forgiven, you have to show your receipts. And you don't even know you done paid your cousin's auntie's father who lives in the basement, you know, <laughs> a couple of hundred dollars to get it done for you. And you don't even know what numbers you they use. You just know that you got this money and you definitely no. didn't use it how it was supposed to be used. So now you're like, well, it was going to be forgiven. And when you go through that forgiveness process, that's when you're telling on yourself. That's when you're saying, hey, here I am. Yeah. Come and get yeah. me. I didn't yeah. use it right. Oh, you're being greedy and you're showing let, a little soft way uh, on the I love that. Let, let me say this. Oh, it's oh, so crap. funny. 2020, <laughs> like some people I know showed up, meaning that I knew who got loans because all of a sudden like, people that don't even come out of work. Hey, I'm ready to buy a house. Hey, I'm buying a car. Going yeah. on a trip. Like these people, it started becoming, oh, you got some PPP money. Like you can yeah. tell the people they were like, that we're using it right. Like so many people were like, hey, Sean, any real estate tips? Like I have money to buy a 20 unit building. And I'm like, whoa, you were just like <laughs> credit cards maxed out. You got that PPP money, didn't you? Wow. Like, small business jokes. <laughs> I have a question that might be dumb, but it might be perfect, like Alex said. Um, <laughs> that is my brand. Um, okay, so I was like, in preparation for the show, I was like looking at, you know, like common questions that people ask about taxes, because like, I don't really even know it's like, you know, I'm like, I don't know if anybody here is Jewish, nobody is Jewish, but like on Passover, there's like the child who does not know how to ask. It's like part of the parable. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like the one that doesn't even know where to start, but um, I'm that kid. So I was looking it up and I see like all this crazy stuff. Like, do I need form this if I do that? And what if I submitted this form before this time? Am I still eligible? It seems like such a hot mess with so many forms and so confusing that the average person couldn't possibly know what they're doing how does anyone keep track of it and how does the government even process taxes it seems wild well so Alex, is that a perfect question yeah i love that question so you know it's really no and i was really listening that's interesting that parable so from the hood that i come from we used to say a closed mouth does not get fed which is basically what you just right. said right mm -hmm. uh, back to tammy if you don't mind sean when I was helping people with, oh, I like um, you're asking me permission. See, yes, Tammy, sir. see, he sees the love, Tammy. You can't deny it. Like, he... I, th yeah, but I thought that was a great question. No, no, you're permitted to talk to Tammy. Go ahead. No, no, well, I wanted to pay you back on that because because I do, but I, I love the parable though. The parable. Thank um, you. Perfect parable, if you don't mind. It was, it was perfect. Okay, but one of the things I was telling people by the time they were coming to to me because I was working on the numbers on their behalf, and I would say, "This is what you are eligible for." They would all say the same thing, but my boy got twice that. Mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I would say, listen to me, Al Capone went to prison for tax evasion, not murder. That's, we're not going down that path with the feds. We're just going to be able to sleep well at night, you know? And so every document that I had put together, we can all sleep at night because it can be justified, right? So a lot of those people early on did do these numbers. I don't know how they did it, but the feds have caught up to that, to that mm -hmm. now. There's audits going on. And all that's been fixed. So you got to submit your accurate numbers. So this is like a 24-7, 365 operation for the government to track down all this stuff and sort out all this information. So when I think about taxes, and this is not going to be a perfect question, it seems absolutely insane that you could keep track of like 300 million people in all of their forms. Like what? Who does that? 
Notes exactly. to Sean. Karen, you will never do my taxes. <laughs> no, that's what Tammy and Alex are here for. <laughs> there is a there is a spin-off here though between us, like Charlie's <laughs> Angels or something. Like it's it'd be a great show that three of us. All right. Well, well, before we get into the spin-off, we're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, we're gonna discuss more about taxes. So stay tuned for two black guys with good credit, and we'll be right back. Black guys. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. We're talking about tax season day, people. Serious business. So get your notepad ready. We have some very special guests in the building. We have Alex and we have Tammy breaking it all down. So Sean, Karen, you got any tax questions for our, our expert panel? Literally so many. I feel like Sean should start. <laughs> you got so many Sean to start. <laughs> what is tax? Who is she? <laughs> okay, so just highlight high overview before we get into the nitty-gritty. Is there anything that stands out to you for this tax season filing, Tammy, that like people should be aware of compared to past years when filing? Um, well, the IRS has already announced that they're going to vamp up their audits by 50%. So Whoa, you know, they need money. Yeah, they're broke. Absolutely. All well, the money that they've been giving out. Broke. Your man, Alex Trump, took all their money. they're broke so they're definitely gonna ramp up the vamp up the audits it's gonna be a situation where when they say 30 days that's what they mean and a lot of the time where you were a lot of the times people take longer than 30 days to reply and then the auditors give you additional time they don't have time for that they need to collect this money sam is literally going to be on their backs so that is something that you want to think about when you're filing your tax return to make sure that you're you know, putting real and true numbers on there because they're not playing and they don't have time and they don't have money. So just like Alex said, back to Alex's point early, God giveth and God taketh. They give you this loan and they're coming right back for it in another way through the but taxes. If you think about it, the whole thing, the whole in my eyes, in my opinion, the whole thing was a setup. 
so you have a bunch of individuals who you already know are fictitious and fraudulent things because it's just in their nature. <coughs> Trump. Um, <laughs> Trump. Sorry, sorry, my throat. He's so, like, I'm not scared. I'm not scared of that man anymore. He's my president anymore. I could. He's a citizen. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so you put out this loan. You dangle free money in front of them, quote unquote, huge quotes. You dangle this free money and you give them the options for it to be forgiven. Um, you tell them exactly what needs to be done to get the maximum amount of money with your income. You tell them have 10 employees and then you're going to get $10,000 that, you know, is just quote unquote free off the bat. You're dangling in front of you're dangling money in front of people who are in need. And then you're telling them it's going to be forgiven. The forgiveness part is the trap because now the money can't be forgiven because they have done whatever they've done to get the money. So they have two options. They can either pay that back or they can go to jail. So when you pay that back, you're paying that back with interest. So who wins at the end of the day? The government. They get their money back and they get the interest. Or they're just going to, you know, lock you away, which obviously nobody wants that to be. Or they're going to charge you in court with restitution. Either way, they're going to get their bread. So, so uplifting, Tammy. Thank you. Well, <laughs> He's still my favorite uncle. Thank you, Thank you Debbie Downer. <laughs> no, you have to look at it for what it is. For those that actually are forgiven, they're going to make that up for those that actually submitted fictitious information and are not eligible for the forgiveness program. So nothing was free to begin with. But that's the whole IRS thing. Yeah, they're broke. Um, they've already announced that they're going to up their audits by 50%. So you definitely want to make sure that your tax returns are real and true because they're not going to have patience with you at this point in time. You should have had it together. Oh my God, Tammy, what the hell? I mean, hmm. it's terrifying. I mean, I'm not saying I'm like lying or anything, but I'm, <laughs> you, know, you know, when you go to the airport and they ask you like if you packed your own bags and if you're a terrorist and you're like, no, but like you're all nervous because you don't you want them to believe you, but you're telling the truth. That's how I feel about taxes. <laughs> No, no, she got I, me nervous. I'm like, should I claim that five cents that I gave to the homeless guy today? Walk when I came yeah, down the street, I gave him a nickel. I don't know. I don't no. claim it. Well, I work for myself and I keep some records, but not always great records. And so I don't even know what that means. Like, I guess I'm telling the truth, but like, how do they know that? How do I prove that? Well, the, the biggest thing is to make sure that you know the law. If you know the law, you can leverage it when you're... <laughs> you can't, you can't the law. Well, you have to make sure, like, simple things such as business expenses, you don't need a receipt if it's under $75. Oh. So if you're going into an audit and they're trying to disallow all these little expenses and they're telling you that you don't need a receipt, a lot of times a common individual doesn't know that you don't need a receipt and they're just allowing them to disallow all of these items. No, you have to know the law to be able to fight that. So if I do dinners for seventy four ninety nine times ten every week, I'm good. Seventy four ninety nine, seventy four ninety nine. No, see, and that right there is a problem. Just ask the question. You are the problem. Because when it comes to things like meals and entertainment, obviously you have to keep a track of that. You have to keep a track of who you had a meal with. You had to. Um, so what can I do seventy four ninety nine? What can I do seventy four ninety nine? Uh, go to Staples, buy your kids some, you know, school supplies or something like that. Because Staples already looks like it's a business expense, but you can get school supplies there, and then just make sure it's under seventy five dollars, and boom, you're done. Tammy, I, 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 I have a question for you, Tammy. What about stimulus funds? Is that is that claimed as income? No, nope. Okay. Stimulus so, um, funds are advanced credits. 
so what we were already going already going to get they already decide they decide to give us to us give it to us a little earlier so anybody mm-hmm. the thing about the last stimulus payment i know a lot of people didn't get it there was a lot of issues with going um transferring it out to through TurboTax and all these other third parties so what happens is the bill had stated that they were going to send out all the stimulus payments by January 15th. So they're done. January 15th was the last day. So you may have received it in the mail. If your bank is laggy, then you could possibly still get it. But um, January 15th was the last day that they had to send that out. So what happens now, if you didn't get it, if you were eligible, don't forget that word, and didn't get it, then you have to claim that on your tax return. You'll claim the credit and then you'll get it at that point in time. Let me ask you. So, Karen, let me ask you, uh, Tammy, so let me ask you a simple question. If, like, for our listeners that are living the simple life, you know, they go to work, they have their nine to five, they may have their one or two kids, they file their taxes, joint or single. I'm always kind of wondering, like, with all these, um, this technology, like TurboTax, where they can find the things that you deductible, is it better, do you think, to go with, like, a TurboTax um, or to go with, still go with, like, an accountant to file your taxes, like, even, like, an H&R Block or even, you know, our regular accountant or you know, just get TurboTax from Staples? I mean, you can do TurboTax. It depends on your tax situation. Like you said, if you're just a regular person, you've had a regular year, you didn't do anything crazy, buy a house, purchase a huge asset, you know, start a business and things of that nature. Yeah, why not? It's going to walk you through on how to do it. But again, if you want to be better safe than sorry, go to a tax professional. Alex, were you going to chime in there? Yeah, because I want your listeners to realize the wealth of information that Tammy has. You should go see her or equivalent, write a check because their time is worth something, and sit down and start building oh the relationship. God. It's about you a relationship. are so cute. By the way, you guys are oh giving God. me George Bush and Michelle Obama vibes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't do that. You're kicking this me out of the equation, so Karen. Cute. I thought we were friends. Karen, like, you're taking me out of the equation. I don't know what the sports term is. Listen, but you know man, I don't like, know what spirit made me call Alex today. What? Like what you're doing. Oh, my Lord. I don't know why the spirit got in me to call Alex. So, you know, this is a perfect segue. Tammy, tell the people a little bit what you do in this tax season and what your business is all about because I love your business model. Um, so unfortunately, I don't prepare tax returns, believe it or not. What? Um, no, I need you. Huh? I need you. Can you have one exception? Is that cool? <laughs> but what I do do, um, I do account cleanups. So I will take your business bank account because unfortunately a lot of people can't afford an accountant on a month-to-month basis and things of that nature. So I take your business bank account. I clean it up. I make it nice and neat, provide you with the P&L, balance sheet, you know, the financials where you can then turn them over to your tax preparer and your tax preparer can prepare a return for you. Um, the reason why I don't prepare returns is because I do audits. As, you know, Sean said, I'm a former IRS agent, so audits are my jam, as the attorneys say in my office. <laughs> so um, I do audits. Um, I help the tax prepare, the taxpayer. I protect the taxpayer, you know, in case in front of the IRS. A lot of people, they get a little nervous when they hear the IRS. And I used to be the IRS, so my nerves are shot because they train that into you. So... I just go in there, do my thing, and help you be successful throughout your audit. And just for people who don't know, and listen to our earlier show, you need to listen to our earlier show that we had with with Tammy a few months ago. How Tammy and I met was she uh, she was assigned by the IRS to audit me. So she was she audited me. We had eighteen lovely hours of auditing, getting to know each other. 
<laughs> as I continuously stared into her eyes and said, please, Tammy, please take two. Please, I have the receipt, Tammy. Trust me, believe me. But she was an excellent auditor. She actually, she was everything above the line. It was great. Um, you know, one thing I loved about her was her patience. You know, she allowed me to take the time to find the evidence to show that, you know, they were um, legitimate expenses. And I had a zero audit change. And I think it was, you know, because I had a great account. And also I had, you know, my auditor, Tammy, she was very patient with me. So that's kind of how we met. And that's just in life. You can meet somebody in these odd scenarios and become, you know, we've been good friends ever since. Wow. That's a great story. Isn't oh. it? I knew you were going to comment, Alex. I knew no. you were gonna, I was waiting for your comment, bro. <laughs> what, so, yeah. What, what city is Tammy in? Brooklyn. All right, Brooklyn. Big up. In the house. Yeah. <laughs> what is a tax tip that feels like it should be illegal to know, but it's not? Uh, a great a question. Tax so that Trump a taxes. A perfect question, Alex. <laughs> I love that. That's a great question. Uh, Talk about the depreciation. When I always thought, like, you know, my, when my accountant used to tell me, like, I'm forwarding your losses from quarter to quarter, I used to always think, like, I didn't understand. So, you know, our president kind of brought it out as he's doing. I think that's a great secret to share that people may not know. NOLs, net operating losses, and carryovers. Correct. So, Correct. Okay. And depreciation. They're all right. tax planning tactics. So what's really important when you're a business owner is to be able to tax plan at the beginning of the year, not April 14th. That doesn't make any sense. So when you tax plan, you are able to put yourself on estimated tax payments. You're able to budget yourself. You're able to uh, plan out your quarters, your business. You know where you need to hustle a little bit more. You know where you can you know, relax a little bit and take a vacation. So tax planning will allow you to take advantage of depreciation will allow you to say, you know what, I have this NOL, I don't need to claim it this year, because it's not going to help me. So let me carry it over um, to the next year when I do have this income. You but said NOL? A net operating loss. Hmm. So when you have um, a loss on your schedule C, E, you know, these different different schedules that Karen was talking about earlier. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that we know about. <laughs> yeah. So you're able to take it and take advantage of it when needed. You don't always need to go and take a huge loss in that one year. What is that doing for you? Absolutely nothing. It actually doesn't look too good. Um, so the best loss to take is like a, a dollar. If you can lose a dollar every year, it's the same thing, right? And keep moving it up. I mean, you keep moving it up, but I mean, uh, don't get me up on the tax law right now. How far you can take NOLs. Don't have me on here lying. But um you definitely want to use them and depreciation to your business. I know, Sean, you and I had a conversation when you found out about depreciation. You're like, that's the best thing ever. Absolutely, <laughs> man. It's the American way. Like, right now. Absolutely. What, is, what does that even mean, though? Like, I mean, I understand what depreciation is in, like, a, like a word sense, but in taxes, what does that mean? That means that you're not exactly expensing an asset at once. So if you're it's not even real money. Huh? So like, it's not in money. It's not even real money. It's like no, it's what not you think. Real money. Nope. Exactly. So let's say you bought, I don't know, let's say you bought a computer or something of that nature and it was $5,000. Um, mm -hmm. Get rid of the technical information. Let's just say you're going to depreciate it over the next five years at $1,000 a year. I'm going to get rid of the technical part of that um, yeah. and all that other stuff. So you would just take $1,000 as an expense as well as a deduction or deductible wow. on your schedule c for the next five years instead of taking it all at one time instead of section 179ing it so what that means is if you say you had 
say you tax plan for the year and you only tax plan to pay self, a self-employment tax on $5,000 and then you're at $6,000 and you're like, oh man, I'm going to have to pay out in taxes. Instead of expensing that asset at that moment in time, taking a section 179, you just depreciate it. And so now you're back at your goal. Okay. Like lots, that's so here's my question that people can really understand. Who do the tax laws favor? The working class or the entrepreneur? Entrepreneur. And why? So people like because it, it's all of these deductions. You just have to know how to, to work it. Make that gray area black or white in your favor. That's what it is. The entire tax law is black and I mean it's gray. How you approach your auditor if you get audited and how you 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 flex on your expenses, you mm-hmm. make it black or white. Exactly. You don't allow them to make it black or white. So that's like one of the most important things when getting audited. The entire tax law is gray. You make it black or white for them. Mm-hmm. The two words that are the most important are ordinary and necessary. Your business expenses have to be ordinary and necessary to your business. You don't let them tell you what's ordinary and necessary to your business. You tell Excuse them. me, Miss Otter, you made me tell you that. <laughs> like, yeah. now I'm thinking if I had the right audit, but hey. Listen, I'm, I went in there and did my job, and you could have fought me back, but you didn't. But that's why I'm working for <laughs> people now. <laughs> Alex, you, you wanted to add value to this? Alex, uh, yeah, to yeah, back to, back to uh, you know, these SBA programs, right? So agree 100% uh, of the value of being an entrepreneur and all the deductions that w- are within the rules and the law, right? But this is what the challenge has been in the last year. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that that entrepreneurs move through year after year after year with all the deductions, and then we get to an emergency. And then we all look at these financials. The SBA is looking at it saying, you make zero money. How are you going to pay us back, right? So, again, I'm not saying it's wrong, but that is one of the things that has happened to small and micro businesses this year with, 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 this, uh, with these programs that have come out is it makes it seem like there's an inability to pay it back or it makes it seem like they didn't pay themselves anything so that they can't have a bigger PPP. And this is, this is one of the challenges for our people. I know right. I see that all the time because, you know, honestly, if I were to have to sell my house today on paper, I wouldn't be able to afford it to buy it back tomorrow. And that's right. been the challenge. And I'll tell you this, like I worked in corporate America, then I bought real estate and then I transitioned to working for myself. And through those stages, it was such an eye opening to how the tax game changes as you evolve from working for somebody to kind of getting into real estate and working for yourself. And like it, it's a whole different world and people don't understand it. Like people that have always worked for them for somebody never worked for themselves. There's a part of America that you just have not been exposed to. True. And you, you really get to understand, like, like you just made a great point, Tammy, where you talk about, it's like all gray and you make it black and white. I never thought about that, but it is so, so true. And you will not understand it in full until you've kind of come on the other side and realize like how the wealthy stay wealth and how the tax game is playing. And I'm not, commending our f- past president, I can say now, uh, how he had these low tax payments, but I understand how he got there. Mm-hmm. I totally understand how he got there, how he's able to work it in the system and where they can't even say, for the most part, some of it was, I think most of it is probably above board because the tax law is so bureaucratic, so gray, like to the common person that is seeing and hearing that this millionaire guy paid nothing in tax and may not understand it. But I'm sure Tammy and Alex probably can agree that they, they understand how he got there. Absolutely. I don't think that he did anything that he couldn't have done. 
I honestly don't. I think once they really dig into his tax returns and when they get people that actually understand the tax law on it, they're going to be like, there's no problem here. As far as that's concerned. His well, the media likes to say, hmm? you're totally, the media likes to say he paid nothing in federal taxes or whatever, because it sounds so shocking because the rest of us are paying taxes. It's funny because once you, like this is like basic info, right? And so once you kind of open someone's eyes to the fact that like there's laws and you can kind of like finesse it, mm -hmm. it's, you realize how opaque the process is. Like, you know what I mean? There's like, it's kind of like when you read about some crazy verdict in a trial and you're like, how could they have done that? Like, how could they let this person go? But the law is just like that, you know? And like certain evidence has to be a certain way and then you have to find a certain way. And it's just like that. And like, it's not necessarily a choice or like a fraud. It's that, it's like, I feel like this is one of those areas where you feel like you know stuff. You feel like it's so straightforward. Like you make money, you pay taxes, that's it. And it's actually this whole minefield of like little technical nuances that you have to know and you can like go either way. Yep. Hmm. That's right. And just like, um, just to piggyback off of uh, the SBA thing, people think it's so cool to have a loss at the end of the year. Like, oh, I have all these expenses and I didn't have any income. Now, what happens when you go to purchase a home? What happens when you want Absolutely. an asset? What Absolutely. happens when you want an investor? But that's where tax planning comes in. You don't need to put all of your expenses on that return. You're going to have to pay some tax to be able to get to where you need to get. Mm -hmm. But you need, I, to, I just, you need to tax plan for that. That's where estimated just, tax payments come in. Go ahead. I'm I was sorry. just talking to a young man that came into my store today. And like he has an internet. He has a clothing store in Trinidad. And he sells stuff here. And now he's doing some selling stuff on eBay. And he's like, how do I do that? And I was like, you know, in this country, and I tell everybody all the time, you have to pay your taxes in one form or the other in, in order to grow. If you're going to keep trying to avoid, 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 avoid and stay under the table, I know people like I have a friend, good friend of mine. He's in his 60s and he's been this. He left court. He left Wall Street in 2002 after 9-11. Then he decided to work for himself doing a legal taxi, basically, and stuff like that. And like he's he's almost like unidentified in America. Like it's hard for him to get a bank account. It's hard for him to purchase. He has a ton of money. But he can't do anything with it because he's yeah. tried to stay under the radar and not pay his taxes. Like if you're listening to Sony, a young person, I always say, yes, some businesses, some ideas, we all start off in hustle zone. But you have to work towards legitimizing it and paying mm -hmm. a little bit of taxes, like Tammy said, depreciating, using the system to work for you. So you have like a record, a trail, and you can grow your brand. America is not a place that allows you to stay under the radar and think you're going to get over all the time. Mm -hmm. You're going to be stuck. You're not going to have anything. You're not going to have anything. I have, you can't get it. Um, I've been that in a situation where I'm not, my income does not represent the properties that I want to buy. No matter how much money I have in the bank, I I have to, you, you, the bank will tell you, you have to show income. You have to eventually suck it up and pay taxes. Yep. I have a client that came to me. He, you know, dealt with illegal businesses, funneling money, and he wanted to buy a house. So... We did the tax returns based off of the bank statements. Well, not bank statements, but, you know, I'm just going to say bank statements. And we got him on paper because he wasn't on paper for so many years. That's how he grew up. This is all he did. So we got him on paper and he paid over $70,000 in taxes for two years because that's what you need to get a mortgage. And when we were all done, he looked at me and he was like, I got to go back outside and get that bread. And that resonated so far into my soul. Like, mm. it, you, you decide the life you want to live. And taxes, there's only two things in life that are guaranteed. That's death and taxes, paying taxes in some type of form. And so when he said that, it, it just 
kind of hit me like you decide the life you want to live but you're going to pay these taxes <laughs> one way <laughs> yeah it is so true um you know just to add to what you're saying I always found those guys that live the hustle. I grew up around them, you know, to me, it's dead money. There's only so much options you have with that kind of money. Like I glad I saw it when I was young, because as I get older and I, to me, there's what you can buy cars, jewelry, whatever, but you can't, it can't grow it to places mm-hmm. unless you're ready to pay your taxes and, and become above board, you know? Exactly. Um, hmm. I was going to mention Al Capone. He got caught on a tax evasion charge. He That's right. Got caught right. On murder. A murder. That's right. <laughs> So it's like, guys, what are you doing here? And I always tell people, and people get upset with me because of my current position, I'm um, a financial investigator. And I always tell people, I always tell people, you know, the best thing you can do is pay taxes. I'm so sorry. I love it. That's real right there. By my daughter. I love it. I always tell people the best thing you can do is pay taxes on your illegal money. I don't care how you funnel it. I don't care where you funnel it. I don't care how you clean it, how you mix it, how you mop it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Pay the taxes on it. Because when you get caught, because this don't last forever, it's never going to last forever. You're going to get caught at some point in time. At least lessen your burden. At least when that restitution come, it does, comes, it doesn't include taxes. At least when they're piling up your charges and, and trying to determine how much time you're going to serve, you don't have any time in there for taxes. That'll actually make you look like a citizen of the United States instead of, you know, somebody that's trying to get over. That means so much more. Not a citizen, but, you know, like a a law-abiding citizen um, opposed to somebody that's trying to get over. This is something something you only get on Two Black Guys with Good Credit. That that was... (laughs) So we're giving tax advice to, to the hustlers. Well, I love right. it. <laughs> You're right. It's only on two black guys with good credit. And I always say, you know, there's many crimes done in so many different ways in America. And it's who am I and who are we to judge, you know? But it's under it's really teaching people like how to do things correctly because I've seen both sides. And I honestly, I always tell my students when I teach, like, Making it the right way is so much easier way. You don't have to hide under your pillow. You don't have to be paranoid. You know, there's nothing like a refinance. You get this big check and the government knows about it. You know about it. And it's considered a loan that you don't even pay taxes on. That you can use. It's monopoly money that you can use to buy other things, do other things, and play above the board. And I've met so many hustlers and they are smart. They know how to navigate. They know how to hustle. They know how to survive. But they just haven't been taught the right way. So I think what Tammy's saying, that segue, if you have a common criminal that's starting to pay taxes on the money that he's making illegal he's going to start thinking legal naturally so i think what she's saying is right on point i think it's it's great because it it starts to put him in that mindset of how not to get over on the system a lot and a lot of like communities underdeveloped communities that's all that the conversation is how to get over on the system how to get over on the system and it begins to start to work against you rather than for you so i think what she's saying is really relevant in a transition period well, but I went right on the line, sold cocaine, 200000 <laughs> They actually have a knack for that. Um, don't quote me what it is, but there's an actual knack code for that, for illegal illegal tender. So I wouldn't say do that. <laughs> I wouldn't say put it on that. I would say, you know, open a laundry mat, maybe a daycare, funnel it through there, clean it up. But there's an actual knack. Well, here, let me tell you one more story that's hilarious. It happened to me today. My good friend Alex, I hope he's listening to the show. He's a realtor, and there's a, a spot around my house about two blocks down. It was known as a weed spot. It was a dry cleaner, 
and and it got busted about <laughs> five years ago. Matt knows what we're talking about. So this is I'll ask something. It got busted about five years ago. The guy that was owned the building, he was selling illegal drugs and weed. He was telling me today. He said, "Sean, you want to hear this funny? Because he's he's the one that rents out the unit. Somebody came to him today. I'm not a, a, a white lady that owns a lot of business around the neighborhood. She wants to open up a liquor store and she wants to have the rights to know that when weed becomes legal, she can have a dispensary in the same liquor store. And I was like, from weed spot." To weed spot, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. exactly. That's but the it's about irony of that. Both weed spot versus my man who got locked for his Dump weed, weed spot. spot. <laughs> one was locked up. One got wow. busted, raided. The other one's gonna be like, "Yeah, I want to open up a weed spot in the former weed spot, please." That's crazy. <laughs> well, we're coming towards the end of this this special report on taxes and PPP people. So, Sean, Karen, do you guys have any final questions for our illustrious guests? Um, you know what? I, I... I guess not. Here's what I get out of these episodes is that paying someone to handle this <laughs> is an investment in your peace of mind. And, and that, what could possibly be more precious in the entire world? Like, this is what I, like, for, from hearing Alex and Tammy talk, I realized I don't know nothing about this. <laughs> and because I, you know, when I was like earning a paycheck from a company, I never even had to think about it. It was like, you know, but I don't know what I'm doing on my own. And probably a lot of people don't, you know, I don't have employees. I don't have to know laws around taxes like that. It's kind of all on me. It's just me doing stuff. And I, I honestly think like just paying someone to do it's going to be the best thing in the world. Like I, I, I can't even, there's not even enough time to ask enough questions. I think that's a great point that she makes, right? So I do economic development and business consulting for a living. And I can tell you whether it is the fish frying restaurant or the dentist, they all say the same thing, which is we are experts at what we do, but we don't know finance. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't. So I, I want the listeners to realize you're not alone, whether you're fixing bicycles or you're a medical doctor, you don't know finance. We get that. Come to the professionals. We'll answer it. With a short fee. Great point. Yeah, we get, oh, yeah, we get paid to do it. But, yeah, but, but there you go. I have to admit it. I have to say it. I'm going to throw out some hater juice right now. But I'm going to say it. I think Alex and Tammy do make a good power team. I think they can offer a great service together. Karen, thanks yep. for bringing it up. Anytime. I thought Tammy and I were destined, but maybe it's Alex. I'll pass the baton to Alex. So I think, yes, you do need a professional. I think there is something here where they balance one another out. And, you know, we didn't know where we we're going with this episode, but I think it's an excellent episode. Um, you do need, you know, I, you know, that, that third eye is always, is very important, you know? So I would say to the listener, listening to the show, I think we showed all forms of this, all ends of the spectrum from the drug dealer to the, chicken fry spot or into the mm -hmm. dentist like there is need you can have the right person find the right person to help you with your tax preparation because there's so many different nuances happening in, in today that you need to have somebody overlooking and overseeing what you're doing to be prepared for this upcoming tax season and you know so what that the, being the government i'm sorry to interrupt you but the government is so damn scary like it's so scary like if you even got arrested for something stupid, I'm not saying that ever happened to me, but like hypothetically, you would want a lawyer, right? Because you don't know what you're doing. And like that thousand or couple thousand dollar investment is going to save you like all this heartache and a record and all of this stuff. Like it's actually worthwhile. Like there's a reason you don't know what you're doing and you could just pay someone to do it. Honestly, like I think that people just don't like to part with the money. Like when you see the money flying out of your hands, it's stressful. But on the back end, there's something way scarier. Like the government is not... Government's Precaution is better than care, my dear. Terrifies me.
Amen. So Tammy, let the good people know once again where they can find you and how to get hold of you and if you have any last remarks. Okay, on IG, you can find me at Tax T Tammy, T-A-X-T-E-A-T-A-M-M-I-E. Or you can come to my website, www.misstamiam.com. And it's worth following Tammy because she does a weekly IG live, right? Where you answer a lot of yeah. questions, right? What day yeah. is this IG live? My and it's not a fans-only IG live for those people. She's a beautiful girl, but it's not fans-only, okay? Tell me what's your <laughs> no, IG live. not fans-only. It's right on IG every Sunday at 9 o'clock. It's my tax tea party. Um, basically, I just talk about all of the tax fraud that hit the news during the week and kind of give you some insight on why this person or that person got in trouble with the law and how to avoid that. Um, and then there's a Q&A at the end where you're able to ask some questions. All right. Alex, you want to give the people a, a way to reach out to you? You got any uh, Thank uh, you. IG? Call or, yeah. me Call me or text me. I want to talk to you. We need to talk. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> which is area code 661-425-5733. Wow. I'm not afraid. Just call me. Let's talk. But uh, that brings this episode to a close. So we want to thank you guys, yeah, Tammy and Thank Alex. you. Yeah, thank gentlemen, you. please, as always, stay black. And I will uh, see you soon. We definitely will do that. <laughs> no option. So, wow, that was an amazing show, you guys. What, what, what's your takeaways? Karen, what, do you, what are your thoughts on this episode? My thoughts on this episode, this was really interesting. So I, I these are my thoughts. Number one, you're, you're only in trouble if you don't address your tax situation at all. Like, you know, I always say at the end of every episode, it doesn't matter what you've done. It matters what you do next. That I feel that's so true with taxes that, you know, taxes stress me out a little bit because now I work for myself and, and I don't really like, I guess I don't really know um, what what it, the law is or whatever. Like, I don't, you know. But didn't it give you a little confidence on, on what to do? I mean, not, not to say you can well, do it, but it kind of gives you like a little kind of navigation thing on like, hey, there's a process here. There's a way in which to do things the right way kind of thing. Yes, but what intimidates me is that, you know, for every question that they answered, I had a bunch more questions. What does this mean? What does that mean? Like, we, I don't have even, even if I sat down with a professional, we wouldn't have enough time for them to explain the inside baseball of how the taxes work. What I got out of this was, don't freak out. You're okay. Tax season is here. So that means instead of it being a really stressful event, you can actually just use it as an opportunity to get some peace of mind. Like for example, this year, this is the first year I think I'm actually going to hire an accountant and sit down and be like, look, this is what I do. This is a, how much money I make. These are the records I have or don't have. How can you just work this out for me? Because I, I don't, the more I try to think of doing it myself, Look, I'm a writer. I'm a comedian. This is not what I do. I'm a podcaster. Like, I'm not a tax. I'm not tax tea Tammy. Well, for me, <laughs> for me, what I got out of this, because I'm similar to Karen, uh, I'm a, a producer who works, you know, like a, it's the gig economy for me. It's like it's not in the past. I've worked for networks where you they're doing all your taxes and you get your weekly check. But now I'm, I'm getting my I'm fishing from my own stuff. So it makes me think it's so, super important to hire a professional. It's super important to really be up because so many people in this gig economy, they are at a disadvantage of all these tax laws. And like, if you just yeah. so used to getting your, your paycheck, like you said, Karen, where you, before you didn't have to think about it. Well, now you do. So I just think it's right. important to find your tax T Tammy's and, 
And I also, I also appreciate Alex and the info. He gave some great info as well. So I, I think this is a really good episode. Well, there's something yeah. that feels like a trap to me a little bit about tax law because I feel like you're not expected to know how it all works. Like, how could you possibly, you know? It's like when they're talking about the PPP loans, I feel like there's so much of that where they're like, here, look, this is a very simple, very straightforward thing. And it's just not. I wouldn't even know where to go. Clause. What am I going to do? Sit there with a dictionary, like a, a Wikipedia, the entire time looking up every tax term? No, of course not. It's a trap. Yes, you will, Kat. Yes, you, you will. Know, look, it's a peer, here, here's my cynical take, my New Yorker take. It's a it's a bit of a Ponzi scheme, right? And you have to play the game because you're a citizen. You got you live here, and it's you have to pay your taxes. You don't really know what you're doing. If you mess it up, you're going to get got, and you're going to pay them even more. And if you don't want to get got, you got to pay someone anyways. There's a whole economy just around taxes. You know, it's a whole ecosystem around taxes. It was eye-opening again. Like it was just reinforcing that, you know, get the right people around you, surround the right team. And, you know, you can navigate through this. And even what she was yeah. talking about, you know, people when their eyes were big about getting these loans, getting these payments. Remember, there is a burden to pay at the end if you don't manage it correctly. Yeah. And I think everybody should be aware of that, you know, that, uh, you know, there's a way in which to play any game and it's like making sure you're doing all the right things and to avoid, you know, future problems. And even like one things you should even remember when she said the IRS has upped the amount of auditors this year. I mean, that's a very thing, to, important thing to remember yeah. when you're filing this year. Like there's more eyes and there's a higher probability that you will get audited this year. Well, so she you need to said be the last time she was on the show, remember one of our questions was, um, are they going to give people a break because of COVID? And she said, no, it's the opposite because they're giving out all this free money and now it's time to get it back. But what I didn't know when she meant she, the little knowledge gem she dropped this time is that there's more people 24 seven, 365 in your business. I didn't know that. That's horrific. Wow. Do you guys at home have any questions that we didn't ask? Send us your questions. T-B-G-W-G-C at gmail.com. That's two black guys with good credit at gmail.com. Good, Matt. Awesome. Well, that brings this episode to a close. And, and like I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. So if your tax situation has changed, you better find you a tax team, Tammy, and, and, and get your professional in your life. Um, and that's it for me. I'm Matt Smith, and I'm out. And I'm Karen Margolis. You can hit me up. I never say my info, but you can hit me up. Karen Margolis on social. K-E-R-E-N. I'm not a Karen. I'm a Karen. M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S on Instagram and Twitter. Karen Kardashian on TikTok, if you so please. Um, and as I always say, literally relax. Don't freak out. It doesn't matter what you did. I'm I'm you. I'm you. I also did that. But it matters what you do that. So you got this. I'm Sean Linda, the better half of two black guys with good credit. As I say every show, your money is your money. Keep it in your damn pocket, but you know you got to give a little a little bit of it to Uncle Sam to stay above water, right? And I'm out. Thanks for listening, people. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.